You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So, John, we've talked about Bitcoin quite a bit, and um, one of the things that's been interesting, and, and you've actually talked quite a bit about uh, in detail, is blockchain, the underlying technology mm. behind Bitcoin and other cryptos. It has some benefits. It, it allows the sort of traceability of you know transactions. Where mm-hmm. did where did a Bitcoin originate? Whose yeah. hands has it been? It's like having a dollar coin. I suppose the analogy that I like or can get my head around is, you know, if you had a a dollar coin and you knew the exact history of where that dollar yeah, coin it's had a public been ledger yeah. since it was since it was minted, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a company called Block One, Block Dot One, and that's the actual URL. So if you want to look this up on the internet, you can uh, just literally put in Block Dot One instead of Block Dot Net, or it's Block Dot One. It's a cryptocurrency startup. It's going to return some of the investors in it a massive, I think, a six and a half thousand percent increase for its earliest investors in less than three years. If you'd put in a hundred thousand US dollars, you'd be pulling out 6.6 million US dollars, which is about 9.6 million Australian dollars. Yeah, for 145,000 Australian dollars invested, a return of 9.6 million Australian dollars. Yeah, Yeah, crazy. Incredible. It's, It's a very ambitious startup. It's got some big backers behind it. Peter Thiel, one of the founders of PayPal, He's been involved in all sorts of things. One of the supporters of Donald Trump, actually. Alan Howard and Louis Bacon are some of the uh, the big backers of this, but there's other investors as well. It's domiciled, I think, in, in the Cayman Islands for tax reasons, no doubt. And it's actually most of its operations happen in Hong Kong. It's raised about $4 billion in the biggest sale of digital tokens. It promises to help produce key building blocks for a new secure version of the internet. The company plans to announce a social media product in June this year mm. as well, mm-hmm. presumably taking advantage of that blockchain security. Yeah. So the whole emphasis of this is is about you know passwords and two factor authentication, and even if you know you got a mixture of upper, upper and lowercase numbers and characters, these things can still be broken, or people well, don't putting, take care of them properly, or they don't use two factor. You know everything's vulnerable. But you you're know? putting the reliance then on the provider of those services. So you know with Facebook, for example, uh, you know you create a strong password but you're still relying on the systems that they have in place to secure that now when you have a blockchain technology you're sort of handing back that security to the user as well because you know you're, you're creating the algorithm you're creating the the, uh, the the extra measure the extra piece of the puzzle that me as a user holds on to and that becomes my access point so rather than leaving up to a, you know some 30 third party so the media is now trying to contact some of these investors and saying, you know, are you going to sell out? Are you going to take your big profit, you know, your six and a half thousand percent return in three years? Or are you going to stay in there? And, and some of the investors are saying that they want to get out, that they want to take a profit. Others are saying that they don't intend to sell any of their shares. Fintech investor Christian Angermeyer, he reckons that Block.1 is one of the most promising and best positioned companies in the blockchain industry and its success story is just beginning. So he had no intention of selling anything. He sees that the, the value of his holding in that company is only going to go up. Look, according to some analysts who are 
looking at this blockchain startup. A private buyback of this sort signals uh, the company believes that there are few growth opportunities in sight and therefore wants to make some money Mm -hmm. or that it badly wants to consolidate ownership and avoid outside scrutiny. Mm -hmm. Um, And and in this kind of area, if if they've got some, you know, if they're onto something big, then secrecy is paramount. They don't want anyone to pip them at the post Mm -hmm. at the last moment. So maybe that's the explanation. Who knows? But I mean, we know that uh, in Australia, banks have been looking at blockchain. Governments have been looking at it. Mm -hmm. There are really some some pretty strong benefits that go with it. According to the 2018 Verizon data breach uh, investigations report, 81% of hacking-related breaches were due to poor password management. As we've said, that the, even with two-factor um, authentication in use, which certainly makes a difference because it means that the, the person who's trying to get into your account or your banking or whatever it happens to be for a business or an individual has to not only have your password, which hopefully you change or you use a password management software mm-hmm. like uh, OnePass or LastPass, mm-hmm. those sort of things, they've also got to have your, your phone because it's gonna, there's a text message which has got that second factor yes. that you've got to enter. So I'm not saying that don't use, you know, definitely do use two-factor authentication. I think a lot of businesses in Australia have been taking on that two-factor mm-hmm. authentication. Uh, I know of some examples just locally that have, have you know, they've, they've had a new company policy come in where they're bringing that second factor authentication for emails, for, for correspondence within the company. Blockchain could be used to eliminate the need for individual companies to store passwords on their database, fundamentally changing user authentication. The interesting thing will be how quantum computing affects all of this because quantum computing can solve equations a lot quicker. Therefore, it has a much greater chance of being able to uh, hack into this system. Uh, I would think it's still going to be much stronger, but I guess it's that race. You need to build a really strong system so that when the event of quantum computing does come around, at least you've got a still a much better chance than um, you know than what you would have at the moment. Once quantum computing's here, it's going to be very easy to hack into a lot of accounts. Right, yeah. that's something that we've actually talked about with Dr. Ian Story. There's interviews with him on our website about mm. that exact thing about quantum computing and some of the uh, the potential well, benefits and and uh, downsides of that. In Deloitte's 2018 Global Blockchain Survey, 84% of company ex- executives agreed with the statement that blockchain-based solutions were more secure than conventional information technologies. So I think that word is getting out there, you know, that there are benefits to be gained from getting involved with blockchain with a view to having better security. The ambition of a company like Block One is is really amazing. They're saying that in the in the future, and this is off their website on the Block One website. If you want to go and look, you can check it out yourself. Blockchains as simple and secure systems can become part of common sense security practices for corporations across various industries, forming the underlying technology behind securing data. The implications are that blockchains will extend far beyond corporate and government data management, liability reduction, but put ownership of data back in the hands of users. A simpler and more secure digital life that reduces fraud and once again instills trust online. Mm -hmm. So they're very ambitious and if they're right about this, if they've got the technology to back this up, if they can really take advantage of, of blockchain then this could be a huge change to the way the internet happens. The fact that they're launching a, a, a social product of some kind, a mm. social network of some kind, would suggest that maybe they're, they're addressing the concern that people increasingly have with Facebook, that your data's not secure, you're a product, yep. your, your data's being mined, your, your personal profile's being used to target you with ads, political in some cases. Despite those reforms that you know that have been slow to implement with social networks, particularly Facebook, not that much has happened, and maybe you need something like 
block one to make these sort of changes. We'll wait and see. Keep an eye on that website and keep an eye on ours, beyondinfinity.com.au. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Infinity. Infinity.